0: What is going on, you guys? For this episode of the Rockney Cast, we're going to cover the latest research on Tungka Ali, the Malaysian aphrodisiac. Yes, we're going to do episode two on this potent herb. Not necessarily addressing the most immediate thing that you would think it would be used for, but all of the medical benefits as it relates to increasing and optimizing your testosterone if you're a dude, and in particular, if you're a dude that suffers from hypogonadism, or if you're an otherwise healthy male, you can still benefit from Tanka Ali. So for this episode, I am going to review with you a meta-analysis from August of 2022. So it's brand new research out of the Lithuanian Medical Journal medicina it's from lithuania but it's still really good i'm going to re-emphasize you the why question why this is so important do a little bit of detour in terms of a rant on all- allopathic medicines i'm going to get a little political and, and give a little nudge to some of you doctors out there and also affirm you too so don't get too worked up before you listen to it I'm going to re-emphasize the results in my previous episode of Tanka Ali, and remind you how about I learned about Tanka Ali. So, for those of you who have followed the Rocky Cast, uh, last spring I did an episode on Tanka Ali, and I did a 30-day experiment. And I'll just give you the results now. In 30 days, I took 1,200 milligrams of Tanka Ali every day. And I improved my push ups by seven from 25 to 32. And I was doing push ups every day. And I described it as a wildly scientific examination of the power of Tilka Ali. And I reminded you how I learned about it. And, you know, I learned about it from my man crush, Andrew Huberman, who I saw on Rogan. And he talked about you know ways to naturally increase your testosterone and huberman is not just some yahoo he's a phd at stanford so he's like really smart and so rogan was like yeah man well what are some of the ways that you can increase your testosterone and then andrew huberman was like well you can try temkat Ali. it's been proven to be clinically effective and so when he says something you like your ears perk up and listen to it. So I thought, what the hell? I might as well try Chunkat Ali, among other reasons, because I love saying Chunkat Ali. And I got some really good results with it. I did seven days, 30 days experiment, improved my push ups by seven, and I put out the Rockney cast. And since that Rockney cast, that episode has like blown up. It is like seven or eight times more than any other episode in terms of total downloads than any of my other episodes. I've done them on US Grant. I've done them on fasting. A lot of you don't really give a shit about US Grant or other of my interests, but you clearly are interested in Tunka Ali. And, ma- and many of you might be asking, why am I pronouncing it as Tunka Ali? Or well, among other things, I just like the sound of that. I'm glad it's not called like vitamin B12 or like vitamin, um, like vitamin. And um, you need to take this little vitamin and you're going to get better vitamin. It's like this little thing, vitamin K2B5. And you're going to feel really good because I don't want to take a vitamin. I want to take some kind And so if you have any friends that you know that are you know, need a little boost, want to get a little stronger, increase their libido, um, uh, they'll talk about Timkat Ali. Now, the why question in terms of testosterone optimization, if you're a dude who's not a doctor or like a workout warrior, you're probably not thinking a lot about testosterone on a day-to-day basis. So I think that's the first thing we need to do here is answer the why question. I mean, who the hell cares? And you're like, oh my God, I don't, I'm getting a little blushing about talking about its properties as an aphrodisiac. Does that mean what I think it means? Yes, it does. And I'm not going to cover that topic because I get a little, you know, it's kind of, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about that. That's personal. Oh, I will say that it it does work as advertised in that regard. But there's other ways uh, and other things to consider in terms of testosterone. Because, as this article by Medicina points out, and I'm going to talk about the credentials of some of these reporters here because these results are incredible. But you got to listen to the end of my podcast to actually hear about what the results are. But this question of testosterone is extraordinarily important for dudes, especially middle aged dudes and older dudes, because there's a number of different risks associated with that. And it also can be an issue. relating to even younger men, you want to keep healthy testosterone levels. And so it's important to get that measured, especially if you're in middle age or older, just to kind of see where you are. Now, I have not done that yet. I am going to do that. uh, So I can do an episode where I do a before and after N of one study on the impact of Tinka Ali on my serum testosterone levels. But I want you to think about this as a question because, you know, other than the obvious things, if you're a dude, you're probably like, oh my God, I'm a dude and I have testosterone. And if you're a chick that is otherwise a woman, um, you need estrogen. But he- testosterone is important for you too, although for clarity purposes, I'm not talking about chicks here or women. I'm only talking about dudes. And that is cisgendered, du- I mean, like dudes, dudes, like dudes that care about their testosterone level. Um, if you're a woman, you know, go go consult Brene Brown or something. Maybe she's done an episode on estrogen optimization. But it is a significant issue for you to care about your testosterone levels. And I'll tell you why. First of all, if you have hypogonadism. That does not mean that you got small balls, okay? It just means that your testes, and we're, we're beyond junior high people, so grow up, are not producing enough testosterone, right? So that can be a significant issue for you. And this is very much related to your sexual functioning, but not only that. So if you have lower than optimal uh, lower than average testosterone production in your body, you are likely to suffer from the following erectile dysfunction, that is, you can't get it up, reduced bone density, fatigue, and depression. These are the clinical indicators if you have low, low average testosterone production in your body. And it's also highly associated with obesity, cardiovascular disease, um, type 2 diabetes, and osteoporosis. And so in addition to those things, so those are things that can kill you, um, having optimal testosterone in in connection with uh, testosterone, it will have you muscle building, appetite, deal with your anxiety, and of course, assist with your sexual functioning. And in fact, at one point in this article, they actually talk about it works so well, Tanqar Ali, that it it doesn't affect your ratios for purposes of performance-enhancing drugs tests like in the Olympics. So at least this article seems to suggest that you can take it without having like a failed drug test. At least that's what these guys say. And they're really smart and they'll talk about their credentials. So this isn't something where you're just like, oh my God, I just want to get better in the background. so I'm going to take Tanqar Ali. No, this is for your your ordinary physical health to have optimal testosterone functioning. And so this particular clinical study, and I'll get to the results at the end of this podcast, you got to listen to the whole damn thing, looks at, uh, it's a meta-analysis. And for those of you who don't know what a meta-analysis is, It is a analysis of studies looking at the efficacy of Tanka LV as the sole intervention relating to its impact on serum testosterone levels for men. As far as I can tell, they did not look at the question of testosterone in women. And so these were nine studies. They were, and five of those studies were randomized controlled they the double-blind, and of those five, four of them were randomized, controlled, double-blind studies, which is the absolute gold standard for peer-reviewed literature. So these are good studies by reputable journals, and it's by Medicina. And Lithuania, I mean, they're part of NATO. They're really smart. And in terms of credentials, uh. Two out of the four authors are from Tulane University in the Department of Urology, you know, the one in New Orleans. So that's a legit university. The other one is out. researcher is out of um, University of uh, I think the South African School of Natural Medicine, the Faculty of Community and Health Sciences in Belleville, which is legit. You know South Africa's good universities. And Renata Finelli is from some clinical institute in London. So these are some high-powered researchers that are looking at this. And they're not, and, and also, they're not funded by anyone. So they're not like, you know, Turkana uh, salespeople just trying to gin up business. So they look at this. And before I get into this, the, the question is, and here I'm going to do a little rant on doctors because... So often with allopathic medicine, and this would be the MDs. I' give you a little bit of a hard time but then i'm gonna I'm gonna support you. As their first level of intervention, it seems like so often they 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 don't go into I don't know what your experience is, but so often with doctors related to like supplements like tankara ali or long jackets called, they're like, well, you can take it. You know, but it's it's kind of just it's kind of just you know it's a, it's a supplement it might help you might have a little bit of a placebo effect and take it if you want it's probably not going to help it's not probably going to hurt but here are the real drugs like the ones you have to actually prescribe to get those are the good ones those are the good ones you have to be an MD to be able to get you know and they may know that losing weight is helpful for a lot of these conditions they may know that exercise lifting weights as prescriptions, but they're just too damn busy. They have professional standards they have to uphold. And so as it relates to testosterone, if you have low testosterone levels, there is something that is clinically indicated as far as I can tell, which is testosterone replacement therapy. So a lot of you are like, oh my God, why would I ever take Pankala Lee? But I can have a doctor stick testosterone in my ass and get it done properly, and, and, and a doctor's going to do it. And it's going to be more effective. But here's the deal with this, and this is what is highlighted. So I'll give you the first significant conclusion from this study, is they basically report no adverse clinical outcomes associated with the use of all nine studies, not one reported adverse clinical outcomes from the use of this medicinal supplement, which essentially is just a root, um, I believe found in Malaysia, which is significant because I'll also get into the results in terms of the outcome, in terms of increasing your serum testosterone levels in terms of how damn effective it is by taking Tanqar Ali. And I'm not a Tanqar salesman. I could give a shit. I'm gonna put a link below and if you uh, you know click the link, I'll get like two cents from Amazon. So I'm not going to get rich out of this stuff. And, I, and they have no connection to me, but I just want to share this with you. You think this is incredible information related to this. Look at the side effects that they talk about associated with uh, traditional testosterone replacement therapy in terms of the side effects that are present. And here's what the study authors say. So in terms of deciding what you should do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna support you doctors, so don't get your panties all in a bundle at this point yet. But here's what they say: they said some of the studies included in our analysis reported no or minimal side effects after e longfolia treatment, which is um this is of interest, they say, because TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy, representing the first therapeutic option in the case of hypogonadism, has been associated with the presence of side effects. And I'll probably not pronounce this right. Um, Polycythemia, which is your blood gets thicker and it's a huge clotting risk. Fluid retention, testicular atrophy, prostate enlargement, congestive heart failure, and obstructive sleep apnea. Um, so, furthermore, they say, in males and females, e-lung folia does not negatively affect body weight, further supporting safe treatment with e-lung, failure, e-lung folia, which is tongue cut leaf. Therefore, each e-lung folia extract may represent a promisingly safe treatment option. For hypogonadism, I always chuckle a little bit hypogonadism. Imagine the engineer high and say like, oh my God, you have hypogonadism. No, seriously, it's not a big deal. Your balls are the regular size You you stop reducing enough testosterone. So this is where I get into, notice what they say as a first therapeutic option. So often I think with medicine, whether it's type two diabetes, whether it's high blood pressure, All of these things. Like, have you ever watched, like, CBS Sunday morning and then see these advertisements for, like, blood sugar management? They talk about, oh, my gosh, you can solve all your type 2 diabetes with this pill. And then they talk about the side effects. And it's, like, the side effects are you'll vomit, you can die, you're going to lose your hair, your balls are going to fall off, like, all of this stuff. And I'm, like, oh, my God, this is, like, sounds really dangerous. And the benefits... Yeah, they have to go through in order to get authorized by the FDA. I mean, they have to show some clinical efficacy, but you're constantly with these man-made creations, always kind of thinking about, okay, I might benefit over here, but what are the side effects going to be? And what am I going to have to deal with? That's why, doctors, for the non-acute medical conditions, anxiety, depression, which I know can be acute they need to look at as a first level of intervention rather than just sort of pushing pills, these natural habits. And I think the nice thing with the peer-reviewed studies now, doctors, whether it's keto, whether it's fasting, whether it's meditation, there's now a lot more peer-reviewed research to back this stuff up. And especially at the first level of intervention, if you're considering testosterone replacement therapy, consider Tenkat Ali first. Um, obviously, talk to your doctor, but they're probably just going to tell you, the question to ask your doctor is, Is if I don't do testosterone replacement therapy right now, is anything bad going to happen to me immediately, right? That's the fear. I mean, it's one thing if you go in and you're like, oh my God, doctor, I'm having a super bad chest pain. Should I try this naturopathic intervention? Well, just use your common sense, yeah, I mean, there are certain things that the conventional medicine does exceedingly well. But if there's something that's going to be, you know, like where it's not going to immediately happen, like you're talking about your obesity, these are long term risks, ones that you'll have some time to be able to evaluate. Consider options like this because, among other things, it's cheap. You're wasting your money. This is like 20 bucks. And I'm also, in the show notes, going to give you uh, the link to the Lee that they actually studied in these various things. So so you talk about no side effects in Lee. So that's that's kind of the baseline. So what are the outcomes? And here, this is just spectacular. Uh, In seven of nine studies that were done here, and these are gold standard legit studies, Seven of those contained significant improvements in serum testosterone levels that were clinically significant. A couple of them did not. So it was not universal, but that's very. So seven out of the nine studies showed significant improvement in mentality. None of them reported any adverse side effects. And so they're pretty much same and you know, they can't, Researchers have to because they're really smart. They can't. They can't send them like salespeople. But in terms of the outcomes of this, and this is August of 22, they basically say that quote this systemic review highlights the beneficial use of *Elonga folia*. That's 10KW, Supplementation to enhance testosterone levels, particularly in men suffering from hypogonadism. But keep in mind that it also looked at healthy men that have normal testosterone levels to kind of optimize that. So it's one thing to say you're kind of below average, but even if you're average, you do want you know high levels of testosterone for purposes of muscle building, your libido, um, your, your sperm quality. Um, they're also, I'm not trying to conceive right now because I'm too damn old, but um, they also say that it included that it, has an impact in terms of semen volume, sperm concentration, and motilities after 90 days, alongside improved serum testosterone levels compared to placebo. They also uh, describe improved erection hardness, aging male symptom scale, and sexual health inventory as per the diaries of men suggesting it's possible to use for male infertility, as well as um, erectile dysfunction. That's a natural supplement, 20 bucks, they report no adverse clinical outcomes and uh, they just had spectacular results. The other thing that it did too is that it also inhibited the production of aromatase and you're like, well, why the hell do I care about that? Well, the issue with that is if you have excess aromatase um, uh, production, what will happen is that it will limit the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. So not only does it enhance production or allow your body to naturally produce testosterone more effectively, that is endogenously, it also limits the conversion uh, or the inhibition of aromatase, which in excess will convert testosterone to estrogen. The only one thing that does this, I'm never going to completely give up beer. But you know how you dudes get like man boobs when they're drinking too much beer? And that's in part because that it increases aromatase, which then helps convert it to excess estrogen in your body. If you're a dude, you're going to have some estrogen. But if you start getting too much, you get man boobs. And who the hell wants that? Especially if you're a dude. You do not want too much estrogen because you're a dude. You want testosterone. So, in conclusion, um, they were pretty much over the moon supporting, but They didn't. Uh, now they're they're kind of limited in what they can say, um, but they but there's basically not even any cautions here. They say that in conclusion, this systemic analysis of the literature highlights the possible use. A folia supplementation for enhancing testosterone production. Although more research is required before it's used in clinical practice, this may represent a safe and promising therapeutic option, particularly for patients with hypogonadism. Uh, no, there was no external funding for this. And this is done by the researchers themselves. They, they identified no conflict of interest, so they don't make more. They can just, they're just interested in knowledge. And believe it or not, there are some people that just care about that. Now, my connection in terms of Tanqad Ali, I don't use it all the time. I think with anything, a general rule of thumb, whether it's fasting, lifting weights, running, like there was one friend of mine on Facebook that was like, oh my God, I run like 10 miles a day. And she was starting to look super skinny. And I'm like, you shouldn't, everything has to be periodized. So I think, you know, if you're looking at Tanqad Lee. Try for 30 days, how you feel. Now you're gonna to have to work out. You're gonna to have to change your diet. So many of you are looking for a quick fix. You know, you're not gonna have big, huge man boobs and be super fat and then take time, kind of lay in and instantly change your life. But I think if you're looking to sort of on top of everything else, that you're, you know, you're you're eating three healthy meals, two meals a day. You're occasionally fasting. You're getting your rest. You're eliminating junk food and processed foods, and then you are working out three to four times a week, trying to get in what you can. And if you add Tin Can Ali, you're, you're, you're going to do really well. And so, so far, um, we have the science here. My previous episode was just on me as an anecdote. I, I shared a few peer-reviewed studies, but it was just a total anecdote, which I'm going to do another podcast on the power of anecdote and my skepticism of some forms of peer-reviewed research. Yeah, I'm going to come out as anti-science, but it's it's going to be more nuanced than that. Um, before you guys get all outraged and say, "Oh my God, this guy's a total lunatic. He doesn't support. I support science." But we'll we'll clarify that in separate episodes. And so this is basically the the research on about Ali, and among other things, I just kind of like saying Taka Ali. do not you sound cool? Oh, I'm not very cool, so just so like if you have if you have like a friend named like Grover and or like Gilmer, and he's like, "Oh my God, a." I just feel like I, I I just don't feel very strong, and I, I kind of lost. You know, I'm just kind of down and blah blah blah. You can say it's all right, Grover. Try, try cut, ah, and you can say that and just see what. I, and it's just like 20 bucks on Amazon. So what the hell do you have to lose? And it's surprisingly effective. You know, I think back, circling back, and then I'm going to close conclude this episode of the Rockney Cast that it's not that I'm against allopathic medicine. It's based upon the scientific method, peer-reviewed evidence, observation experiment, coupled with peer-reviewed research. Although because of the financial pieces in this country, it's extremely difficult to untether what really works and what doesn't. And a lot of the stuff that's best for your health is completely free, like sunlight, like walking outside, like fasting, This is 20 bucks for Tom Ali. go to Walmart and just shop the outside of the Walmart grocery aisle. Those are the best things for you. And a lot of the expensive drugs, you feel like you're getting something like our culture has trained us to pay money for something as if that's somehow going to be like more beneficial. And a lot of you are like, Oh my God, I'm going to do whatever my doctor tells me. Well, doctors are so damn busy. And the doctors, here's the thing is they cannot deviate from the standard of care, right? Um, All of this stuff and all of their training has been um, related to uh, what they learned in medical school. And there are people that then went through the medical school and then they learned from them. And so they are really smart people, stuff does change and they do look at innovation, but a doctor cannot freelance this stuff. And the other thing in defense of them is that they are just assumed that people are going to be non-compliant. So kind of, why even recommend a lifestyle change if they know that their patients aren't going to do it? So there are reasons for that. And then finally, like my thought is, is I'm not against it. But I just think some of these alternative treatments, I think as a first step, um, can be incredibly effective prior to this more significant step. So for example, even, you know, like my, I, I, I have some questions, one is on... Um, uh, what's his name? Andrew Fang? It's not Andrew Fang. It's like Dr. Wang or something like that. You know, the fasting guy. Dr. Jason Fung is his name. And, and he's even done this fasting and cancer. So, I mean, it, it does get very difficult for them to make recommendations because if they form a clinical relationship with you, and they talk about some of these very um, serious medical conditions. And they're recommending fasting the person's non-compliant and they die they're asked ass get sued by trial lawyers don't give a shit about innovation and the next time you hear a trial lawyer i, I mean I, i'm a lawyer by training but these medical malpractice I, it's 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 kind of rough um and so they don't really care about that stuff and I, and I think it's just one of those things where um you just have to be very careful before they make any sorts of recommendations related to that. And I think that's just something that all of us have to consider in terms of uh, these various treatments. But the good news is, is because of studies like this, I mean, this is a meta-analysis, peer-reviewed journals, nine different studies. Um, There is now this alternative uh, embrace, or at least for allopathic medicine, embrace of alternative treatments that I think gives us hope but there's a lot of effective treatments out there that don't necessarily cost a gazillion dollars and it's just basically knowledge. So reach out to me, Rockneycole at gmail.com or rockneycast at gmail.com um, if you decide to try Tenkat Ali. Now this particular Tenkat Ali, they recommend 1200 uh, milligrams a day and the protocol, by the way, that was used in all these studies ranged from 100 to 600 milligrams um, from a minimum of three days up to six months. So it kind of is what it is as far as that goes. You know, the study talks about 1 to 12% of men, especially in middle age, have hypogonadism. So if you're either one of the 10 that, that has this, or even if you have optimal levels, it's still good to consider that. You might want to try Tankat Ali. Reach out to me and let me know um, how it went for you. I'd love to share your results and interview you um, about the efficacy of Tankat Ali. So infinite gratitude to all of you. You know, every time I listen to a podcast, I think there's so many different outcomes and there's so many different, there's so much different quality content out here. And the fact that you spent this long with me means a lot to me. And I have a ton of gratitude to you. Please give me positive reviews on Apple, Spotify, and all places where podcasts are heard. Share this with a friend. If nothing else, you get to talk about Tim Ali and you'll get to, you know, share the wisdom that hopefully you've learned. My goal is to, get, is to get you in a lot of these things, especially as it relates to health, because I'm not a doctor, to get you to think about some of this stuff, um, to talk to your doctor about these, to make some of these informed conversations so that you can improve your health, improve your life, and then pre- enhance your your, your life in, in mind, body, and spirit. So we're going to continue to do a lot of health-related things that I'm learning on um, the Rock and Cast, but you know me even though I get most of my views on Sinai Ali, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to do stuff on U.S. Grant and I'm going to do little travel logs on local places that you should see if you're ever in Northeast Iowa. Um, You know, basically everything because I'm interested. I I am going to do a rant on Joe Biden at one point too, why all these guys in our establishment are totally incompetent. So it's going to be pretty much everything that we're going to cover. I'm breaking the rules. You're supposed to be like, oh my god you gotta have a super narrow focus you gotta like and that probably is right with your algorithms like But I don't want to do just a Tan Kadali podcast I'm going to do a lot of stuff on Tan Kadali because clearly you guys are interested in it but we're going to cover as I said in my very first podcast where the hell I find it interesting and if you don't like it you can go listen to some other podcasts but I am glad that you stayed here so far so thank you to each and every one of you I'm out And until next time on The Rocky Cast.